0: Good morning, everybody. It's Friday the 13th, Friday the 13th of January, but it's not unlucky at all. In fact, things are going rather well. This is the Marcus Today's Strategy Podcast. General advice only, usual rules, certainly not personal advice suited to your personal financial circumstances. ASX 200 up 85 yesterday and another 76 today. You'll see a fairly full technical scans section in the newsletter today that includes rsi buy and sell signals some macd buy sell signals a few charts and ideas and 52 week highs and lows 52 week highs bhp webjet northern star Goldstock. not a lot of sell signals around but loads of buy signals and that's really the point today even before that cpi number overnight in the u.s There are buy signals on a host of market indices in the scans this morning. ASX 20, 100, ASX 200, ASX 300, ASX 200 leveraged index, the iShares ASX 200 ETF, that's I-O-Z to you, the shares small etf as well as the resources etf mvr which we hold in the strategy portfolio and the reit sector as well there's also a buy signal on the robotics and ai etf rbtz that is and i've put a chart of the asx 200 in the technical scans section and you'll see the buy signal there I've put in Hekanashi Ashi charts and explained Hekanashi Ashi charts very briefly at the top of the technical scans section and put a link into an article to educate you about Hekanashi Ashi charts which are quite nice because they filter a lot of the noise out of a chart. Have a look at those. But the main message is lots of buy signals on market indices. That includes Australian indices, also the NASDAQ, the FANG, which is the big tech ETF, ACDC, the battery ETF, Quality, QLTY, Quality Leaders ETF, and a bunch of other stocks, including some lithium stocks, rare earth stocks, and CSL. Interesting little chart there. Bit of a turnaround, only a one-day turnaround so far. And a few other stocks as well. So lots of buy signals around, lots of charts in that section. And there's a MACD buy signal on Macquarie, which is a stock market stock, ARB as well, CXL, which Henry will talk about. Daily and weekly buy signals on that. And on Wes Farmers and a bunch of others as well. So have a look in the technical scans section. But the vibe is clear. The market's going up. On the back of that, in the strategy portfolio today, we are now 100% or 99.2% invested, having bought the Asia which is the Technology Tigers ETF yesterday, ASIA is the code for that. And since we got back into the market in October, to give you an idea, the A200, which is the BetterShares Australia ASX200 ETF, Since we got back into the market, that's up 7.8%. So we've done that since October. That's three months. We've made 7.8% out of the ASX 200 index. When you consider that index goes up generally 5.77% per annum, has done for the last 75 years before dividends, then you can see we've caught in three months by timing the market, we've caught in three months more return than you get on average in a year. And that's really the idea of the strategy portfolio is to try and time the market. We've also got an 18% gain on our gold ETF, a 5.2% gain on our S&P 500 ETF, and we're making 8% and 9% on our small ordinaries ETF and our REITs ETF. We're only up 2% on our resources ETF. But all going well in the strategy portfolio, fully invested as we should be. Let's just cover off that CPI number in the U.S. last night. One Newswire describes it as the mountain peak of inflation is behind us. And inflation peaked back in June in the U.S. at 9.1%, which was the highest since 1980. And headline inflation has come off every month since. As of last night, headline inflation six point five percent compared to seven point one percent in november that number was in line with consensus there had been some speculation the number could come in a lot better or a lot lower than expected and the markets u.s markets had a bit of a rally on that so when it came out in line with expectations the market actually initially dropped in the u.s but wall street ended up over 200 points and that was as the headline monthly cpi number fell 0.1 percent in december it was up 0.1 percent november consensus was for an unchanged number. So the monthly number dropped for the first time since May 2020. Headline number was down from 7.1% to 6.5%. That's the lowest inflation number since October 2021. Core CPI 5.7% was in line with expectations down from 6.5% and within that gasoline prices down 9.4%. The chances of a 25 basis point rate rise on February the 1st, FOMC meeting on February the 1st, jumped from 76.7% to 96.2%, so almost certain to have a 25 basis point rate rise. And there was a bit of Fed speak last night, Fed Governor Harker saying a hike of 25 basis points will be appropriate going forward. And the U.S. dollar dropped 0.91%, big drop in the U.S. dollar. That helped gold up and bond yields tumbled, was the most common word. You might remember they popped up in the holiday break on the back of some hawkish FOMC minutes, but now they're coming off again have a look at the chart so a trend in falling bond yields falling inflation and the news wires write it up as leading to expectations of a less aggressive fed increases the chance of a soft landing as well says another news wire and there you go all good the next hurdle is tonight with the US investment banks reporting results. Four of the big six report JP Morgan, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Citigroup, and we have Morgan Stanley Goldman Sachs report on Monday. Those big six often set the tone for the results. Season expectations are already pretty low, with earnings expected to drop 17%. But a bit of a risk tonight that those results are not fabulous. In a falling market last year, the S&P 500 was down 19.4% and the NASDAQ down 30%. This is not the environment for bumper billion dollar bonuses on Wall Street and these results might reflect that. So a bit of a risk tonight in the ideas portfolio today we added 5 trades yesterday and today we are adding two more trades these are market trades geared to the us market's going up have a look at the s&p 500 chart looks like it might just be about to break the downtrend and the nasdaq should do something similar so we've bought LNAS, these are not for the faint-hearted, they're not hugely risky, but LNAS is geared 2 to 2.75 times into the NASDAQ, so if the NASDAQ goes up 1%, this goes up 2.7%, and GUS is the better shares ETF leveraged the S&P 500 by about 1.65 times. So if the S&P 500 goes up 1%, the GGUS ETF should go up 1.65% around there. So adding those two to the ideas portfolio today, and that is simply passing the message that we're hoping for a market rally from here. All the signs, as I say, technical signs are there and the macro backdrop is there as well now there is a macro reason to believe that we loaded up a few trades yesterday macquarie the king of stock market stocks we already held Pilbara minerals we've gone copper as well twenty nine metals and samphire resources as a consumer stock with a buy signal and a long way to recover and aristocrat leisure as well as a high PE stock just representative of sentiment-driven stocks that need the market running and has a fair bit of recovery to do and has had a buy signal as well. I've written up in the ideas section today the themes for the moment which are things like interest rate sensitive stocks, REITs, utilities, infrastructure although they, they don't make for great trading stocks stock market stocks macquarie the most obvious there are a few others around as well things like the asx net wealth mfg if you're brave enough hub premium stocks geared into the stock market so we've bought a few things sentiment driven stocks as well as the market rises the hot stocks which you might describe as no earnings good story lithium that sort of thing tend to rise, as do the high P.E. stocks, which need benefit of doubt, and more volatile trading stocks tend to come alive. Bid early for some sectors. Not sure you should be really getting too optimistic about the cycle yet, so not cyclical stocks. Bid early for housing stocks, consumer stocks although the market will lift all boats if it does go up and for banks banks I've got a chart of the bank sector the banks are not a growth sector they're a sideways sector they're for income but if you're going to dividend strip say you want a dividend strip commonwealth bank which has results coming up then you need a rising market It looks like we might now have that going into February so income investors might get a little bit more confident about holding or buying the CBA head of results It's a boring sector, but boring is good if you're after income. Gold sector as well, flying along. Looks a little bit late to buy it now. Looks very frothy. US dollar going down, gold goes up. I think the message there is, wouldn't be selling yet. And I've listed today all the exchange-traded funds you could buy for an exposure to the market. Have a look in the strategy section, ideas section today. Have a look at Henry's take today. He looks at inflation. Inflation is dead. Long live inflation, he says. He's added. Added newly floated VHM, rare earths stock, and highlights all his gold holdings. Notes Argosy Minerals. He did a podcast with the CEO on the couch last year. Macquarie have picked up research coverage with a 120 target price, now 85 cents. He's also added some more Liontown resources. That's in Henry's take today. Right, that's about it. Market up 67. It's been up 77. The trend is good. US results from the investment banks tonight. A few downgrades from Citigroup on gold stocks today. Credit Suisse have downgraded gold stocks as well. And that's about that. You have a fabulous day. We will be back, or I will be back, with the weekend email tomorrow. <music> you mm-hmm.